0: hi everyone and welcome back to discerning consciousness podcast i'm your host ant and today i'm delighted to be joined um by marie fleming grant hi marie
1: hello Ant. hello it's nice to be back (laughs)
0: thank you thank you for taking time out of your busy uh schedule
1: so um marie is
0: is an author a recent author and uh she is the founder of the awake revolution and just a brief uh of summary, uh, really. Um, So, Marie, after spending eight years working in the legal profession, I should say, as a child uh, protection lawyer, um, her life uh, went through something of a dramatic metamorphosis. And the stresses and strains of a so-called normal life, in inverted commas, I think we can all relate to that, was stifling her true passion for freedom and adventure. And all the while, a higher calling was moving her life in a completely new direction. So the experience of a health crisis and the subsequent recovery enabled Marie to connect to herself at a core level. And really, this was the key that unlocked the door to a wealth of gifts and talents that she now draws upon in her role as a therapist and a guide in the holistic field. So thank you, Marie, for joining us today um it's it's going to be great to pick up I believe we'll pick up some of the themes of your new book which I believe is I can't get the right side is that side behind you yeah Yeah. (laughs) yes yeah so um I believed you also you released it on quite a posthumous date as well
1: I did it well it was it was kind of accidental actually because I (laughs) (laughs) I put a post out about six weeks before and I, I decided finally I'm gonna write this book I've been talking about it for ages and I just gave myself a deadline and then I just kind of kind of worked backwards chose a date the 8th of the 8th and it turned out to be yeah the Lionsgate portal like kind of full of energy full of like powerful energy so that made me laugh and it's only later I realized that was the date so that can't harm things no. <laughs> um yeah it was very it was just like coincidental but maybe not
0: So as as you said to me before we came on today, you effectively did something quite unique, which which was to reverse engineer your books because your book, sorry, maybe Mm -hmm. books to come, um, which is is a very novel approach. Pardon the pun, I would say. And I think for many procrastinators out there, including myself, probably including all of us to varying degrees, I'm sure it was that that pressure that, you know, that, that drove you forward.
1: Yeah, I think there's um, reverse engineering is a concept out there. It's definitely like floats around out there. Um, but what what I sort of did with it was re- I I call it reverse engineering with a twist because so really reverse engineering is just deciding on the outcome, deciding on the goal. So this time it was write a book, and then sort of deciding you do that, and then working backwards, and then figuring out kind of backwards. Well, if I'm going to reach that point in eight weeks, six weeks, or whatever what do I now need to do in order to move me forward? So it's just slightly different. Whereas a lot of the times we, we work on something and then we kind of go, when it's finished, I mm. might put it out there. Mm. So it's kind of really, it's to me, it's like a, making a decision and a real choice and then really committing to it. So for me, sharing out there was my way of being very accountable I would either have to come back and say (laughs) oh I didn't do it (laughs) or I'd have to stick to what I said and and it worked for me and it worked Mm. for me so I'm not saying that's an approach for everything but for Mm. this particular thing I was procrastinating on this book for so long just Mm. for like for the last year when I really knew this book was coming through so Mm. you know the introduction funny enough was written July 2021 actually you can see it in the book um so it wasn't for a year later that I actually sat and properly wrote it so I, that could have been another five years mm. so I'm a big believer in you have to make the choice um to do the thing right that you're holding back usually mm. the thing that's nudging whispering at you when you're not yeah. when you're trying to ignore it <laughs> um yeah and it's so that's kind of how I did it reverse engineer mm. with a twist with a twist I say it's because I didn't then do the linear steps. Like I must do this word count per day. Mm. I just, I did it a bit more like each day. If I tuned in, if I was really following that alignment, what would I be doing today? And then mm. one thing leads to another, leads to another. And it's amazing what, what, it's amazing what you can create in a very short space of time. Mm. I think, because mm. if you get your head in the way, um, I could have done a nice neat word count and I'd still be writing it. Mm. You know. So yeah. there's a bit of bit of magic in there, I think. Oh, thank
0: you for that introduction. <laughs> yeah. So in the time that we've got today, uh, I believe that we're going to just pick out some of the some of the main themes, uh, in the hope, obviously, that the audience, those listening and watching, um, can relate to some aspects of their own lives and what's going on. As we know, we've said it ad nauseum during these tumultuous times. Mm-hmm. I think we all we all uh, we almost get fed up of saying it now, but it's never worth. Um, think it's always worth overstating it so so where where should we begin then
1: Mm, with the topics or the sort of themes so the main
0: sort of themes because I know you divide the book into five is it five or six yeah so it's five parts
1: so the whole book it's it's one story it's a continuous Mm. story it's my life journey but it's it's a sort of there's a thread with it but it's it's written in five parts so it's combined into we've got courage and confusion in brackets (laughs) because Yeah. we we'll talk about that in a minute um yeah. courage and confusion resilience um what was it transformation magic and awakening mm. and that's the subtitle of the book so it's called mm. above and beyond a human mm. journey of courage resilience transformation magic and awakening and it kind of those i didn't initially think about those parts i had the idea of obviously i know what my journey's been and i'm going to include these part these kind of um Like scenes if you like from my life bits of them but then suddenly it kind of just came through oh there's five distinct themes Mm. that are very um universal so Mm. even though so the intention really about you know with this book is yes it's about my personal experience but when you read it it's really about kind of you tapping into your own um, versions of that, because for everything I've experienced, you've also experienced something mm. around these themes, right? And we we all have. And I really feel that what's universal is what's personal is universal. Mm. Um, so the intention of the book is to help people expand into their own their own experiences as well, and and yeah, and just tap into some of these themes throughout life, because I think they're so important to the way that we live. I mm. really do, and I believe that more than ever now yeah so yeah it's kind of, it, I
0: mean sort of, it revealed itself, you know, yeah, uh, as I said to you before, we came and recording him about halfway through now, and um yeah, yeah, one of the things <laughs> I did pick up on is sort of related to like joseph campbell and and the hero's journey there were very there were quite a lot of sort of archetypal resonance resonances, mm-hmm. I should say, so although it was u- unique to you, um anyone reading the book will be able to re- relate to kind of um a lot of experiences that they've been through themselves so um I love that's, that that's, yeah um, that was
1: really the intention so I love that you're um you're feeling that from the book because that's exactly mm. how it, the intention behind it so that yeah that's great I'm so happy
0: yeah, yeah. And, and and also um you know as I was saying to you before we came on recording I'm not someone that normally reads uh autobiographies as such um but it, it kind of yeah it it reads in it's it's so gripping and fast-paced that it does it does it really does draw you in as i'm as i'm sure that um anyone reading it uh would would say and i think also that the good thing is um like with any good writing it it does make you realize oh it certainly does for me and i'm sure it's probably true for other people that oh hey maybe my story is worth worth telling as well because i think um I think the thing with the internet era is that there's this whole thing. Well, if you don't already have a big following online or, you know, on YouTube or on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever, or the alternative social media, or you don't, you know, you don't have a popular uh, blog or podcast and somehow, you know, you need all of those things before you can put your kind of put your story out there. And I think, you know, again, that's important that you've just you know you've decided to do this at this particular point and that there is no right or wrong time to to, to get your story out there in whatever form it comes in because I know from myself uh, I've always been well you don't I don't have much of a presence online so you know uh, much of a kind of preordained audience do you know what I mean but I feel that you've, oh, you you wow. kind of just grasp the net and go well that doesn't really matter does it well, how, how do you feel about that point?
1: definitely i love this subject because it's such a thing that comes up for people and it's like what do you do wait until you get permission mm. you know and i think with the with the self-publishing uh, way as well and of course like the main publishing is great but the self-publishing allows you to to make your own choices and not to be held back because somebody hasn't given you permission and somebody hasn't said that you're worthy of creating something and putting it out there that's why I really I've really loved the whole self-publishing process of like wow I've been able to write this book and within weeks get it out there you, you've ordered a copy and you're reading it now mm. amazing yeah. to me yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, So I really feel that you know it's not about if we can just block out that kind of bullshit around I don't have an audience and I don't, I'm not worthy enough or I'm not known enough. Like I haven't got a huge platform. My platform's growing, but it's Mm. been growing continuously because I've sort of stuck at it for the last seven years. Mm. I did my first video seven years ago Mm. uh, where I was speaking and I was shaking inside. (laughs) I hated it, (laughs) but there was a bigger calling to Mm. speak. Um, And I guess you've got to be prepared to put your art out into the world, whatever that Mm. is for you, Um, knowing that maybe one person will tune in, maybe nobody will tune in. I've mm. done live streams for example where nobody's showed up it's like I don't care yeah. I've got a message to share I'm gonna just mm. keep showing it's up it's still um,
0: resonating yeah. in the ether yes. isn't it so that's exactly the most important, so never right? let
1: that hold you back yeah mm. definitely just just if you've got something inside of you you have a duty I'm gonna say that you have a duty to allow it out and mm. somebody somewhere will resonate with with what you've got mm. you know never ever let that hold you back I really yeah. believe that
0: i mean i agree with that something i said on a recent episode of my podcast um audio podcast is and again it may sound like a cliche so forgive me but it really is the time now where um we can't keep holding back and if we feel that we need to get something out there no matter no matter how modest it is and it doesn't have to be in a digital form it could be you set up workshops anything you know you you I don't know, you kind of volunteer in some capacity uh, with a local charity. I think we do become, you know, it has to be like the digital online thing. Well, not necessarily, it could, you know, yeah. it, could, it could be in the flesh, but I think now um, with the events that are going on on in the world, because I think that, it, that can be an antidote to getting lost in all the information streams in all the narratives out there. Because I mm. feel that, um, you know, when I do go online, that, that's so common that people are so obsessed like I was back in the day, not too long ago, about discussing and analysing the truth of what and what, you know, what is and what isn't actually going on when really how much of that is actually really productive and effective in our lives. You know, if we found out tomorrow that Bigfoot really did exist and the earth is actually flat and, and all these other amazing things that we talk about, well, so what you've still got to deal with that issue in your relationship. You've still got to deal with the annoying boss, the annoying parent. You've still get, got to have to get that health issue sorted. Do you know, more and more I'm coming around to that, that idea that, um, you know, not as a contrarian, not as a denialist, not as, oh, yeah. you're the post conspiracy guy, none of that. But it's like, well, I've done all that with bells on. And now I'm realizing, my God, how much I've kind of delved into all those areas as a way yeah. of, shifting emphasis upon myself and this comes back to your book because so i think what we wanted to get across in this recording today was not always oh, you know oh it's someone's pushing their book promoting their book yeah. about you guys can do this you know yeah. everyone can do this and i'm still you know uh standing on the precipice of fully jumping and getting more of my kind of writing out there yeah. um so that's you know what we want to get across today is that you know you you are all worth it sorry to sound to sound cheesy and 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 not to just back to the point i was making before not to worry too much about waiting for other people's approval because a lot of the online stuff certainly i've noticed in recent years is people just seem to go into attack mode Mm -hmm. you know you you post something or you do a video or podcast and people are just waiting to to pounce on you how it or what you're saying is rubbish or it goes against their opinion or Mm -hmm. their perspective and I guess what we're trying to get across today is you know don't worry about that whatever you know you feel called to put out there you will have challenges that's all part of you know the hero's journey isn't it to to face to face criticism and people challenging you and uh, all the rest of it that was a very long-winded point <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a good one though because oh, thank it, you. it is <laughs> it is true because I, I think when you put yourself out there, you have to know, and it means put yourself out there, whether it's online or whether it's setting up a coffee shop or whatever yeah, your thing is. Exactly, it's, it's no one, not everyone's going to like. It's an obvious point, but we need to say it. Not everybody's going to like what you're doing Mm. so if if you can't please and this is a big one for me because i used to be such a people pleaser i wanted everybody to just be okay and Mm. i wanted to please everyone but i've learned that no matter what you do you can't please everybody you know you just can't it's not possible so why not just show up as your true self and put out whatever you want to put out um because you're gonna only gravitate towards certain people anyway Mm. so this book i'm well aware some people are gonna love it they're gonna resonate some people are gonna gonna go so what you know mm. so i agree with that yeah 100
0: mm. mm-hmm. percent. so obviously it's a story of uh transformation it's a story of as i said in my uh little bio um metamorphoses, you know um and again i think that relates to a lot of what we're experiencing right right there right now sorry i should say and not just those of us you know who who have pretensions to being awake <laughs> in, in you know in the alternative sphere in the alternative media whatever kind of you know truth or conspiracy tag you want to give it but I think um you know there is a lot of sort of pressure being applied to, to all of us whereby we can't keep suppressing our issues we can't keep walking away from the inner work sorry for the cliche again uh, and you know I think you know, one of the things that I've drawn from your book so far is is that no matter what we've been through, no matter how traumatic there is always you know, there is a, always a point when things do move on. There is always a point I think you made, you know, one of the mantras that you used during your most difficult periods and for, sorry for paraphrasing you was that, you know, this will end whatever I'm experiencing now, you know. Yes. It might not be tomorrow or next month or next year, but there will be a point, you know, at which this will end. A bit like when we were going through the horrors of COVID, yeah, you know, and we were out in the supermarket and and just you know horrified that people were getting told off for walking the wrong yeah. the wrong way, you know, <laughs> down the Nile like yeah. I was. I was <laughs> deliberately doing it just to be <laughs> provocative, but you know, I think we knew that, that we drew from the fact that well, this will end at some point, so. no matter how difficult um what what is whatever is we're we're going through that will end and there is always light at the end of the tunnel and that's something that that so far i picked up strongly from from your book and again i don't mean that to belittle people who really are in a difficult spot right now at all
1: no and that's what that's what hopefully the big core message of this book is as well because it is it's acknowledging my God, sometimes we go through the most horrendous, horrific things. What I experienced was just my journey. And I know that other people have experienced, oh my God, tenfold in that certain area, right? We all hold it differently. But it's not about comparing what happened to us and the journey. It's how we hold it. It's how, you know, one thing could break one person and affect them, someone else in a very different way, right? So it's how we hold it. But it's also how we, I think it's how we navigate through it. And, and that was one of my, I think that's kind of how I got through things without, okay, it did cost me obviously with my my health, and I had to go through that part of the journey, but I think my mindset, my mental strength, um, it was f- choosing that kind of philosophy was one day this will all be in the past, and I used to really, really, sometimes that was all I had, mm. I was like so one day this will all be in the past, and and I kept saying it to myself, and and then one day I'm like, This is in the past. (laughs) I'm now in the now, and this shit that happened is now in the past. And it's funny. I did use that when everything broke out in 2020, when I was having a very difficult time, along with Mm. everybody else, going, "What is going on here? This is insanity!" Um, All these different beliefs, and I and I really did console myself again with going, "One day, this will be in the past." Yes, there might be some increase of the inconvenience or maybe worsening of the situation, but I think we forget that everything we go through is temporary and I know that's annoying when you're in it I Mm. really do Um, but it's it is temporary and and it always changes it evolves into the next phase Mm. so if we can sort of learn how to just sometimes just zoom out a little bit of the difficulty and the challenge not 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 bypass it not to not feel it I've learned that now. I I didn't Mm. know that before, Um, but to really allow yourself. Yeah. I think it's, it's the difference between attaching so strongly with this is happening and I'm, you know, this is not okay. And then resisting it, which, which kind of amplifies the energy of it, Mm. you know? So it's a bit of a balance, you know, it's not like we want to just accept the world how it is because we're here to make changes, Mm. but consoling yourself with Mm. it's okay. This is temporary. It's mm. always temporary. Yeah. It's one of my probably one of my most like strong core beliefs. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Thank you for that. Cause I think um sometimes when I um listen and watch to watch, sorry, some of the kind of leading lights of the kind of new age and spiritual um spiritual worlds. I know people sometimes are critical of this that what you were talking about, whereby not attaching to your experience and like you said. It's not about spiritual bypassing or it's not about belittling the experience that you're going through and that we all collectively billions of us did uh, for the last two and a half years. And there's this kind of I think there's this misconception that you're giving in or, you know, you need to keep the fight like, you know, we we needed to have taken the fight to the authorities during COVID. Sorry to go on about COVID again, but as we found out what really kind of um, defeated it if you like or you know the worst aspects of things like bringing in covid vax kind of passports mm-hmm. and all that which were dropped yeah. i think was just mass non compliance yeah and you know that relates to what we're talking about in the that detachment in the you know sometimes there's an element of where you need to directly confront but you know i think there you know it is a lot about what you're saying this idea of detachment but not necessarily in a spiritual bypassing way whereby yeah. you ignore the issue or you ignore uh you ignore what's happening uh, i think there's that kind of like that there's a often those that want to jump on the spiritual and new age and criticism criticize that kind of understanding misconceive that if that makes sense yeah it's not a about yeah there is a mm. fine line sorry camera.
1: No, sorry, I was going to say there was a fine line between, yeah, those two things you've just spoken of, because we we don't want to, if we fight things, I did it with my illness, and you're reading the book, you know, I was like fighting to recover, and it's like, I had to drop that, that wasn't the way through that, I had to learn, oh no, first I have to accept that I'm even this ill, Mm. Um, that took me time, and you know, if you apply that to the world, it's like we've got to accept that the world is what it is right now so if we mm. accept that we're not fighting against it but then yeah. we can create something else whether that's mm. for your own life or in the world apply this whichever way but then at the same time it's I feel anyway it's very much about being really real and raw and honest with how do you feel because mm. it's our emotional state that that affects our how we think how we behave um what we do what we don't do the choices we make so a lot of people I've been have been taught to be so positive, again, I talk about that in the book, like be so positive, That's that was me for years, always see the silver lining of everything. But mm. what I wasn't doing was letting myself feel the pain and the sadness and the grief and the whatever other you know emotion came up. And that's the piece that a lot of the spiritual bypassing tends to do. It mm. says, don't feel your darkness because mm. you're creating darkness in the world. It's like, no, true light, you have to be able to sit in the dark. You have to, and there's there's no bypassing that, and there's no shortcut. So Absolutely. I think that I want to just encourage anyone, you know, if you're especially if you're heart centered and you're aware of what's going on in the world, but yet you're feeling all sorts of stuff right now, maybe your life is bringing up all sorts of things to be looked at. Um, know that this is part of traveling towards the light, and this is part of healing, and this is part of expansion. But sometimes we really have to travel that that dark we'll call it darkness that Mm. dark path Mm. um it's the ones that are so afraid of that they're they're being positive and they're they're they look like they might have a very positive mindset and they're spiritual and they're they're so unattached but really some of these people are just very very afraid of their own shadow right Mm but if you know you can sit with your own stuff that the thoughts you have the feelings that you have that's courageous mm. it's courageous and it's so powerful
0: mm. it
1: means we can be however we are and and we're okay mm.
0: you
1: know it's yeah. such an important part so yeah there's a fine line between when we talk it about detaching sense. but not from yourself it's it's a it's a yeah like more of an in-depth conversation but yeah I love I love love that we've touched on it because it's one that trips people up, I think definitely i had I was stuck in that for years. Mm. I really I was like positive, 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 disowning everything that had ever happened to me, mm. like not not acknowledging that, and then I had this whole other story that came from that. so yeah, it's very liberating. so mm. don't be afraid of the dark the, the heavy stuff the we don't want to be stuck there, but there are ways through that, you know mm. so And that's that's kind of what I help people to do as well. It's another aspect in your professional role, of course.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Thank you for that. I think we're seeing that obviously in society at large. And I was just thinking about this the other day, actually, how in those kinds of circumstances, when the proverbial rug is being pulled from all of us, really, uh, to varying degrees, depending on our life situation and where we live in the world. I mean, obviously, we see things through a very Western uh, centric viewpoint all the time. is quite narrow people will tend to cling to the familiar that's a very human and I think we saw that didn't we again during covid those that just followed and complied because it's like well if I don't comply then I'm a right-wing conspiracy theorist do you you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and similarly you know I think like you were talking about this idea of sort of spiritual bypassing it's like well if that's own if that's if people have if that's all they've known and they're part of spiritual groups or whatever or churches or whatever it might be where that's quite common mm. um, it's very hard isn't it to, to to pull yourself out of that that kind of mindset or mm. belief system that we do need to embrace the dark and you know from my experience of having fallen down many rabbit holes for me it really was uh, a kind of the dark unveilings that really kind of push me forward on my own spiritual journey god that sounds so pretentious let's just call it a <laughs> see, journey it isn't, of,
1: it isn't. a it, journey of
0: understanding self that's you know yeah
1: But see, it's not pretentious it's because it's and i'm glad you said that because it's sometimes this like i'm even the word spiritual i i use it so you know carefully because the kind of new age movement has been really hijacked Mm. it's been very useful at the same time but it's been hijacked and so sometimes we can find ourselves using these words and we're cringing because we're going oh my god we don't want to sound like that but there is truth in that as well you know Mm. there is truth in that so it's like let's own that actually
0: Mm. um
1: but yeah I feel that you know when you sort of cringe into like oh it sounds so new agey but you know that's been distorted a lot of those teachings they're not it's not yeah. all love and light all the time, no. <laughs> you know.
0: Yes, it's the same as when you use words like uh, frequency or yeah or energy or radiance. Because go, oh, yeah. they're, they're so easily uh misconstrued, and it's a bit like me and what I went through um in terms of conspiracy research. Again, sometimes you have to use these clunky phrases because that's how people recognize what you're talking about do you know what i mean but we know all the vagaries of the word like alternative new age spiritual conspiracy conspiracy theories because you know that once you have the label it kind of diminishes from what it is you're trying to talk about we all know that so we i can see the clock's running us down so we're (laughs) we're kind of um heading um, towards the end of this uh particular interview um just beginning to round things up um what would what would be the kind of the main the main takeaway um that you would want um in respect of your of your book what would be if you could sorry i'm putting you on the spot here now (laughs) that's hard yeah yeah. if you could nutshell it
1: yeah i would say no matter what the hell you go through in this life journey and we all no matter what we view it as no matter what we go through no matter what you've experienced in this life it does not dictate where you are headed next i think mm-hmm. that's one of the biggest messages it doesn't matter because what we do is because of our past experiences we you of course we use that as evidence of what we can and can't do we use that to shape our beliefs about ourselves and if we if we all did that and never came away from that none of us would do anything beyond mm-hmm the very limited uh, ways of living here. And this world Mm. is full of amazing, incredible people. And that includes everybody watching this. You Mm. don't have to have a big following to be an incredible, amazing, powerful soul. So my message, I guess, is, you know, having if you read the book or you go through that journey is it shows, I hope, that no matter what life throws at you and even the choices that you make along the way, the, the stuff you pick up along the way that isn't even real, It does not define you and it does not mean that you cannot transform your life in an unrecognisable way because i feel like sometimes my life feels like i've lived lots of different lives in this (laughs) lifetime (laughs) there's there's versions of me you can even see through the book that that if you know me now you'll go oh that's surprising right that you don't see me as that now um things i put up with the way that i lived um so i just want people to know i suppose that no matter what you've gone through It does not determine who you are and there are things inside of you as well that you're getting the nudges and the niggles and the whisperings and they are not for no reason and it does go into that more later in the book Mm. through the kind of magic and awakening uh, parts of the book but there is you're here like you're here in present times for a very significant reason Mm. and and when you understand that you will look at your life And this is what I hopefully do in the book is show that the life experience leads to where you're where you're headed and what you really came here to create and who you came here to be and who you've always been underneath all the layers and the the stuff that you've the conditioning that you've picked up. So I want people to know that they're they're capable of incredible things it doesn't matter what your mind is telling you right now because Mm. you can change and shift that but you do have to do the inner you have to go on the inner journey you can't reach that just from doing more which I tried jump that phase (laughs) I did try (laughs) um, and it didn't work so yeah that would be my if I had to pick one message that would be it and of course
0: most importantly of all uh how can the audience how can they connect with you and your work
1: Yep, so you can read the book, (laughs) Uh, it's on Amazon. Um, But yes, I'm mainly on, I'm on Facebook. Um, You can search for me, Um, just just search Marie Fleming Grant, just send me a friend request, feel free, uh, follow me on there. Um, The Awake Revolution is where I'm set up on everywhere, like Telegram, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. So you can just search me on all the platforms, Um, yes. And feel free to get in touch, send me messages. I always love to hear from people, so yeah any any time you want to just reach out reach out
0: yes Cool. so on the on your um the awake revolution rep- website sorry get my teeth in yes. um people can find out more about your your kind of work and what you do is that right
1: yeah right? yeah that, there's information on there you can sign up to my email list if you want to stay connected that way so yeah just head okay. out awake revolution dot the awake com, um and you can find me through okay. there yeah
0: right well thank you so much for joining me thank today you. on discerning consciousness it's great to have you back and uh congratulations on 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 your book launch um i look forward to uh completing completing it yeah it's really good and um thank you all for tuning in um i really appreciate that and um i'll speak to you all again very soon bye-bye for now